they're doing stuff. Okay, are we ready to go? We're rolling. All right. Oh my goodness. Sit your ass down, girl. Okay. Don't touch again. Welcome back to Florida's Fitness Podcast. It's Mark and Mark, and we have two special guests here. Ali Rex and just Mike Orlando. Um, yeah, like I'm, we're super happy to have you guys. Um, we're gonna talk about obviously some fitness and what's going on in the world. So, um, yeah, let's get to like a little bit of in case people haven't watched or heard your first podcast. Let's hear how you guys got into wrestling. Um, like who are you guys? Yeah, who are you guys? And how you got into wrestling? Who are you? Who are these people in my house? <laughs> <Who are> you? <laughs> By the way, we're totally quarantined. Okay, yeah. it's only four <laughs> not four not ten. Yeah, we're we're keeping social distancing. Mm-hmm. Really. Yeah, you know, so. stay away from me. Uh, you want to start? Yeah. Who am I? Mm-hmm. I am Ali Rex. I'm the leader of the Rex Revolution. So, what do you want to know about my character? Like what I do? How did you get started? Well, I got started. Your athletic background. There's coffee on my Who is Ali Rex, and why does she lead the Rex Revolution? Okay. Well, I started wrestling like five years ago at this point. I've been doing live shows for about three years now. Um, I started wrestling in 2014. Um, I've always been into it like my whole life. I grew up with a lot of boy cousins, so I got beat up a lot. So I kind of just had to learn to defend myself. And that's kind of where wrestling came in. That's how you uh, (laughs) learned how to drop kick so efficiently? Yeah, man, you know, you gotta gotta do what you gotta do. I have all, most of my cousins are boys, so you know. You gotta, you know, protect yourself. Yeah. So, um, you know, you showed me some of your Instagram, like your early days, like, what was your athletic background? Going into wrestling, I probably, I played almost every sport. My main sports though were um, softball and cheerleading, but I've also done like gymnastics, karate, soccer, basketball, like the whole nine, but softball and cheerleading, that's my top two. So going into wrestling with like the whole gymnastics and cheerleading background kind of like messed me up a little bit because I had a lot of habits that I had to break yeah. because I'm so stiff and like you yeah. have to be so loose in wrestling. So like you do a tumble and you're going, yeah, yay! Yeah, do my forward roll and stand up like look at me and yeah. I'm like stop, stop, yeah. no, that's not how you do Don't this. Do that. Like, yeah. Stop doing that. So like breaking those habits was hard, but once you got past that, I mean, it was more natural because the athletic background helped me a lot. Mm-hmm. Awesome. I was a football player and wanted to wrestle my entire life, but I I don't know how you figure out how to be a pro wrestler. And I am a pro wrestler. I don't know if that makes sense to anybody, but like, when you decide like you want to be one, like then what? Like, how do you figure out? Okay, who do I go to? What do I do? It's a lot of self promotion too. So, so uh, most of it was just kind of a good idea, something I wanted to do my whole life. But uh, I played high school football, went to collegiate. One day, had a rough day in the weight room. I, I, I live a very different style of life than everybody else. Okay, so uh, weight room was at like five o'clock in the morning. Yeah, but she don't wake up at five o'clock. Oh, I was there. <laughs> I was there. I you were there. Much just, the uh, kind of like you there. there. <laughs> but uh, I was there, and I think I showed up at like five o two, and uh, my coach was just like, "Stay outside," and I was like, "What do you mean, stay outside? Like I'm here." Blah, blah, blah. He's like, "No, you're late. You're this. You're that." Blah 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 blah. So I get all like wrestler out of my head and like try to like cut a promo on this guy and like go upstairs and open the weight room door and try to like yell in front of all my teammates and be like, ah, brother, like, you know what I mean? <laughs> and kind of got thrown out of the weight room again. Yeah. So I didn't contact my coach, didn't talk to him, didn't say anything, uh, let it be. Next day I tried to show up and make a long story short, he had like printed out things from the internet of like wrestling schools. And was like, hey, you're not a football player, go wrestle. And I was like, whoa, like now what do I do? Like I'm here, I'm in college to play football. He just told me I'm not a football player, go wrestle. Uh, I'm gonna take him up on that. And I just left and I went to wrestling school. What I didn't know is my coach had already spoken to the guy who ran the wrestling school at that time. Okay. And basically that guy wouldn't let me sign up for wrestling or I guess for the school, unless I committed to football still. So the only way this was gonna work was if I did my 5 a.m. practice, went to school all day, then I had my 3 p.m. practice, got out about six, two and a half hours down Cherry Hill from, or Williamstown from Elizabeth, New Jersey this is. Uh, It's old time wrestling, it's about two and a half hour drive. I'd wrestle from like 9 p.m. till about 12 p.m. I drive back, or 12 a.m. I should say, drive back, get there about 2.30, 3 o'clock in the morning, sleep for about an hour, and then go back on the football field by five o'clock in the morning. 
it taught me so much because I, at the time I hated everybody. I hated my coach. I hated the wrestling uh, teacher, if you want to call yeah. him that. It was this guy, Ed. He was nuts. Um, <laughs> psychopath. If you're a wrestling trainer, you have to be crazy, though. Um, really nice guy. Yeah. Psycho. Um, so they had me in this like loop where I would continuously have to do this. And it taught me a lot because I was a punk. And I had no problem with it. So it that. taught you like just, a little bit of responsibility. Yes. You think like they were yes. kind of helping you out mm -hmm. in the long and, run? And, yeah, in high school I showed up. Yeah. I mean, I was 260 pounds. I just got in my stance and I hit somebody. And yeah. that's it. That's all I had to do. And because you know, how many kids in high school are like that, I got away with murder. Yeah. So I would do whatever I want and get away with it. Mm -hmm. You're in college. There's 10 other people waiting for uh, Yeah, I, I, so, know, I know the hard way. Yeah, so instead of my coach just going, hey, you know, fat boy, get out the door, I have another fat boy right over there. He kind of disciplined me and worked you know, with me until I understand the reasons as to why. Yeah. That's why I stuck with football for so long. I actually had a successful career out of that until I took wrestling 100% more seriously once college was over. But I still needed football to get through college. Yeah. So, yeah, that's how I got started and it taught me a lot a lot and it was different than her but at the same time I met her through training um, I had trained her for about maybe two years I guess you could say before anything ever yeah. took off between us but she wrestled at a different school I wrestled for like 10 or 11 different yeah. schools already not that I've had like fallouts yeah. with any of them but I, I but mean, give I'm, I'm more, a handful. Yeah. You know? And you've also been a lot right. further down mm -hmm. the line with me. Yeah. I, when I was training, I wasn't allowed to leave my school. I can yeah. only wrestle for that school. Well, I had that too until I literally was just like, literally. Yeah, I did what I wanted. But eventually I, I learned the same well, thing. I, I to feel just... like, you know, being at different schools and like learning from different coaches, like, I mean, you get different perspectives. Just oh, yeah. different perspectives and you learn different things. Like, I know from my swim background, coming from New York, I learned certain things and then moving here. We're assuming is like just as big as football. I would say, I, you sure. know, it's one of the bigger sports. Mm -hmm. Swimming down here is—I I told you guys my first podcast is crazy. Like I got beat by girls literally half my size, and they made you feel it. Like I, they, <laughs> if you were swimming too slow in their lane, like I've said this before, they would grab you by your ankle, and then grab you by the shoulder, throw you underneath them, and swim over you. That's how the culture of the team was. And um, you, you definitely get humbled. And you definitely learn a lot. You know, the first couple of practices, and then college is yeah. so different. And, it's cutthroat. Yeah, yeah it's, it's that's cutthroat. why. Yeah, like they they tell you, like, listen, I, I can find twenty of you right away. So you're nothing special. You're just a number, basically. And um, that's why that's why coaching <laughs> is so important. Yeah, that's why coaching is yeah. so important. Exactly. So um, yeah, we're we're gonna talk more about fitness and training, and like you guys have taken over a different role. You guys came from babyface wrestlers to heels now and I kind of want to hear like your transformation from that um, I know the big thing with Mike is uh, the death of the green machine which sounds like something straight out of a comic book but it's pretty awesome I think yeah um, well it's it's new but it's not new uh, kind of when I envisioned myself being a wrestler like when I was a kid whatever the green machine like I never envisioned that like as my dad like, yeah. I was never like let me have green hair and green goggles and all this stuff and make this a wrestling. I'm not saying it wasn't cool. It was cool. Yeah. But uh, in, in light, I guess a nice way to say it, I'm playing a character when I do yeah. that. And it's easy. Like Tom Cruise could play Ethan Hunt like in, in Mission Impossible and he could do it well. But if Tom Cruise had a Tom Cruise movie playing Tom Cruise, he'd probably play the, like, the best role he's ever played. Yeah. So like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. No one can play yeah. you better yeah. than you. And, and just, I... I did this green machine thing. I'm six foot four. I'm 275 pounds. I can front flip, back flip, do anything you need me to do. And like, I just wasn't getting appreciated anywhere. And yeah. it's not that it wasn't that I was not appreciated. It's just there's so much talent out there. And when you have talent, you're not looking for talent. And that's just the yeah. way it works. And like, they they might have had somebody that wasn't, I guess, as good in my head. Mm -hmm. But somehow, some way, he impressed somebody along the line. Mm -hmm. And gotcha. I thought that. The Green Machine was so impressive on paper, and the visual was so impressive to show people, that's what I kind of presented to everyone. It was like, hey, Green Machine, Green Machine, Green Machine. And you watch it, and you're like, wow, he's really athletic, he's really cool, and we find a spot for him, this'll be you know, a good thing. Okay, now come three years later, I had both my knees surgically replaced, and it's like, okay, how much longer am I waiting for one of these spots to open up? While this guy's making a million dollars over there, his knees are perfectly fine, he's on TV in front of a million people, I'm getting hurt in front of 500. Yeah, you know what I mean. So it's like, well, when it, when's enough enough? And like, that's where I flipped, and the switch just went off. After first year, I get hurt. Okay, come back, green machine. K 
came back as a green machine, cut my hair off because, you know, po political things that they tell you that, you know, oh, you'll make it if you cut your hair or if you yeah. shave your head or you grow your hair longer to make it. Okay, cool. So cut my hair off, looked in the mirror and was like, what? Yeah, what, what did I, I just do? Yeah. What did I just do to myself? It's not God, you. This is not me. Yeah. Okay, so adapted to try to impress people even more, got hurt again. So when I came back this time, it's like, okay, I wrestled three months after having my knee replaced, first off. So like, I couldn't even get up and down the steps, mm -hmm. but I had a pay-per-view match, and that, that was a great machine, funny enough. And I went out there, and I realized <laughs> as soon as that match was over, like, that was not me anymore. Because Mike Orlando wrestled that match three yeah. months after the surgery. Not the stupid character I put together or anything like that. My hair wasn't long. Like, I didn't feel like myself out there. And like looking back at it, yeah, I might have showed up. But yeah. like, that wasn't me. But in, on paper, like, and a lack of a better term, but like I had destroyed somebody on paper. Like I don't need a green glasses or anything yeah. like that to try to show somebody like a, a character. The character is me. When you watch me from like college till now and you just watch me outside of the ring and watch me as a person, you know, yeah. you know, uh, I'm, I'm a different type of person. You have no green machine. I'm not the green machine. <laughs> and like, I just gotta show people the frustration and the anger and where I'm supposed to be compared to where I am. And that sounds so selfish. Some of the people are like, oh, he's so cocky, he's so this. That's cool. That's fine. Well, that's, yeah. that's, that's fine. If you, you can't, that, I'm gonna I mean, I feel it. like in this industry, you can't hide, like, even in sports in general, you can't be fake like right. that, that you have to be your authentic self and people appreciate like your authentic self yes. yeah, yeah the rawness and yeah. stuff and they, they want to see like your emotion like your frustration and everything yes. like they don't want to see like just a facade of what you truly are right at the end of the day this is yeah. this is an art this yeah. is entertainment yeah. so you know we're playing a character yeah so if all of a sudden you could pick up one or two things it's like ah yeah, I didn't do it. He didn't really believe what he just said. I mean, just to rewind, how'd you end up creating a green machine? Uh, I wore green in college. Um, my team wore blue. <clears throat> I wore green because I wasn't, I wasn't a football player. As, as, I mean, I played football and I you know, started and I had an NCAA championship and stuff, but like, I never understood anything about football. And any of my teammates that watch this are gonna laugh. Like, we'd get in the huddle and they'd be like, okay, 42 ISO on two, Mike, 42. That's it. I had to be told the guy to go to on the line to go hit. But as soon as you told me, that was it. I got him every single time. But like, never understood. One time I picked up a fumble, picked it up, ran the wrong way. Like, that's that's me with football. I'm not understanding any of it. So, you had no I field awareness. It's fine. Right, right. Well, I never watched well, it. That's, that's why you didn't play a skill position. You played lineman. Exactly. That's why you didn't exactly. win the slimer. Right. So, so oh, thanks. So, uh, yeah, again, I wore all green just because I partied, I went out, I did all the stuff with my friends and my teammates. I could care less about the sport. Yeah. Like, I know it sounds messed up, but like, I did it for the camaraderie and the attention. Everybody knew it was like the football again? team. How did you spill again? It's the football team, it's this, it's that. I lived in the football house. So when you're watching a football game on TV, which I don't do, you look at the, the guy in the helmet, you have any idea what he looks like? Because I don't. You just see a number and a jersey. Yeah. So, <laughs> I wore lime green everything and acted like a lunatic on the field. This way, everybody who watched that game, when we went to a party or something and I wore bright green at the party, were like, aren't you that guy that was freaking out on the field with all the green on? You knew exactly yeah. who I was. So the green machine came from that. So you're the party guy. Yeah, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No idea. That, that, still that still hasn't changed. So. <laughs> but that's how they get. That's how you got boxed into being like just the party guy, and then you couldn't really. I think you said like you're angry and you have other things going yes. on. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Hundred percent. So like that's where. And I've also been everybody's friend, man. Like I've just I've helped so many people that are on TV right now get to where they are. Then they get to TV and it's just like, yeah, no no contact you. back, and it's like like he's trained. I've trained. Them. Like yeah. I, I've like yeah. worked with guys like that are on TV. Like I've helped them so much get there. Like best yeah. friends on the woman just. It's crazy when you see nothing come back your way. Yeah. And it's like, okay, cool. Now I'm not gonna ask for your help. I'm just gonna put balls to the wall a thousand percent. And when I get there, don't yeah. come back and look at me again. Yeah. That's kind of the attitude I'm doing with this whole character. It's not your brother because it's like a wrestling term. Yeah. Everybody says, hey brother, what's up brother? How's it going brother? Like, I'm not your brother. Yeah. You don't give a damn about me. When I got hurt, you didn't buy a t-shirt. You didn't buy a photo to help me like, keep my bills you know, going or anything like that. So don't, no. <laughs> 
coming back now, this is crazy. Yeah. Like, because everybody knows, like, I'm completely. Yeah. In yeah. Right yeah, now. yeah. I think you said like, it does kind of sound selfish, but really, I think at the end of the day, it's one of the things I've learned is that you kind of have to save the blessing for yourself yes. instead of always giving it out to always, everybody. Yes. Always, always. Yeah. People find out a good thing is coming, they give you the horns right away, mm-hmm. man. They'll, they'll smile to your face, but in, in behind the scenes, they're like, yeah. he's going to get hurt again. He's going to this. Or he's, he's going to hurt somebody, or yeah. he's yeah. You know what I mean? injury so, prone. Yeah. Right. So well, you've had some of that too. <laughs> Now, like people, like naysayers, like saying things about you and your wrestling, and like you've taken it totally different. Like you've kind of like worn it like as like a badge of honor. Yeah. Now. Well, I am a lot different than he is yeah. in that sense. So well, when I got the negative yeah. reactions from like the fans at first, like I didn't know how to take it. I've been a good guy mm-hmm. my entire career, five mm-hmm. years already. So yeah. when I turned bad and everybody's like saying really nasty things to me online. I didn't know how to handle it at first, so it did bother me, it got yeah. to me. Um, I was like, I don't know, I just thought about it a lot. I've complained to him a lot, like how can they say this? Like I've given them everything that I've had. Like I went through my own surgeries yeah. too, just early on in my career. Like his came a little later, but I've had my shoulder rebuilt already, my knee rebuilt four times. So like when I would read that stuff, it pissed me off. It's like, yeah. I, you know? So it did bother me for a little bit, but then like one morning I woke up and I was kind of just like, screw it, yeah. for lack of better terms, I don't know. And um, from that point on, everything that they kind of said and would comment online, that everything that bothered me, I literally took a Sharpie and just wrote it on my gear. So my gear says like stupid, it says bitch, it says like too small, like little things like that. Everything that people say about me that really got into my head and bothered yeah. me, I just wear it now. It doesn't bother me anymore. Now you can all see what you said to me on my gear. Yeah, and like that's a good, almost like a good like a uh, like therapeutic way of dealing with stuff too. Like you know, like what you say doesn't bother me. It doesn't. Yeah, well, me. that was like the first time in my career I faced that. Yeah, like, like I've never had. I, I feel like I'm gonna call you guys athletes because you are athletes. You have to be athletic to do this stuff. Like any great athlete is always going to face some type of adversity mm-hmm. and like that's an awesome way to do it i mean yeah I mean, it's definitely like easier to yeah. overcome injuries than like people saying these things yeah. about yeah. you honestly yeah, yeah. Like, uh, I, I always liked like i'll throw in like my athletic background like i always liked racing people who always counted me out like one i was in i was a minority in a white dominated sport mm-hmm. and i was a lot smaller than a lot of the athletes i was racing and you know, if they saw me in like lane one or lane four, like I, it didn't matter. Like they're like, ah, whatever. He's discounted. I like, so this is gonna be easy, that. easy I victory. Grew up and my then, whole life like yeah. that. It's because we're built smaller. So even like when I would play softball, I'd step up to the plate, and the whole infield would yeah. take like five mm-hmm. steps in. Yeah. I would just get so mad. But like when I would hit the ball and yeah. go over their heads, and yeah. I'd be just running around yeah. the bases because I'm this big, and I would run faster than them. Then I would be like, you use it to your advantage. You know yeah. what I'm yeah. saying? So I, I honestly like that's why I liked being the good guy for a yeah. while. Like I enjoy being the underdog. Like I love when people like underestimate me. Like yeah. I love it. Now, like com- please coming from the opposite view of that, like I've always been the big guy. Yeah, I've always been the guy everybody's <laughs> always looked at to do the job. Where it's like if you look at me in football, it's like oh he's gonna block him. Better block them because yeah. everybody thinks I'm the big guy. With wrestling, the second I signed up for a school, you get the old, oh, you, this kid's gonna make it. This kid gets it. Look at him, look at him, look at the size of him. He's gonna get it. He's young, he's this, he's that. Started 18, 19 years old, you know, 28 now. And it's like, am I still young? Do I still get it? Do I still have to look like, do and you don't know because yeah. people tell you right from the back, you have everything. So you go invest like thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars into like gear and all this stuff, and then here I am. <clears throat> 10 years into my career, I'm still not on TV. Yeah. And it's like, okay, but I did everything right. I'm the big guy. I'm in shape. I'm fast. I'm agile. I can wrestle. I can wear expensive gear. I have a cool entrance. I have custom music. I have a website. I did everything you said, but I'm still not on TV. Mm-hmm. So yes, I get you guys' point of view, but you have to also think of it from that point of view too because then people always think and get in your head and tell you that you're going to do something and you have to do it yeah, you because to. you're that image of what it's supposed to be. That's why I don't wear wrestling gear anymore. Like, I'm not going to pay another $3,000 for gear anymore. Like, I'm not going to do it because it didn't get me to TV. I'm going to wear a pair of jeans and a t-shirt, look better than you, wrestle better than you, and do everything better than you, and then say, okay, when you put me on TV, yeah, I'll buy some gear. Sure. When you're paying my bills, I'll go, yeah, no problem. But until then, I'm just going to be better than you, whatever's in my draw. And that's kind of where I'm at now. So, so like, Mike yeah. Orlando is the ultimate heel, by the way.
up guys, it's Mark with Florida's Fittest Podcast. And let me tell you about a project I'm working on called Streamline. Streamline is designed to make you more confident in and around the water. 15 years, I was a competitive swimmer, eight of those years at the national level. I qualified for 2008 Olympic trials, 2009 world champs, and again at 2012 Olympic trials, swam competitively at Florida State University, water safety instructor, and I swam ocean rescue for a number of years. This program is designed for my CrossFit athletes, which might be the missing part of your game. For my triathletes, I know you guys struggle with that first part of the race. For my first responders, God forbid you ever have to make a water rescue or extraction. For my military candidates, combat, stroke, and water confidence drills. All this stuff will help you swim better, more confident in the water. And guys, stay tuned for more in-depth tutorials and instruction. Thanks. All right, this is Reach and Go. And I am fully extended on the kickboard with the kicking I was doing during the kick drill. I'm gonna pull underneath my body with a straight arm all the way past my hips. My right arm stays on my right side. My left arm stays on its left side. There's no crossover. Um, nice high elbow on the recovery. You get as much extension on your reach as possible. You always wanna reach out to the board in a full straight arm. Uh, my breathing is to the side and I always want to have one goggle in, one goggle out. My head position in the water is looking straight down at the black line. My body is going to rotate around my head so my head does not move unless it is to breathe. The more you can minimize your movement, the more efficient you'll be in the water. So once again, same strong kick you had on the kicking drill. Your body pulls with a straight arm. Your body's going to rotate around your head, and you're going to breathe one goggle in, one goggle out. Nice high elbows on the recovery, and always reaching as far as you can on extension. This is Reach and Go. Uh, we rolling? Yeah, we're rolling. And we oh. rolling. No one's hating. Yeah. Okay. I, so I think before we get into the training stuff, we mm -hmm. should we should just get the COVID stuff out of the way. Ah, uh, yeah. Because um, it's affecting all of us, and, and yeah. you can actually use that transition into the new training. Yeah. It's kind of forced your hand to yeah, yeah. switch up training. So obviously, COVID has COVID nineteen. Sorry, has definitely screwed up sports in general. You know. It's expected the NCAA, expected the Olympics now, it's expected the CrossFit world and weightlifting and everything like that. But it's also affected you guys in terms of the biggest probably event in wrestling, WrestleMania. You guys want to talk about that? Yeah, man. <laughs> 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 you guys were in wrestling all, all this week. week. Yeah. All week. Yeah. There's shows, WrestleMania week, every single day. You got to think yeah. about it. Like, Fans come from all over the world for this one event, over 100,000 people, yeah. all this stuff. So, now that's kind of the like main, main reason for you guys moving from New Jersey. Yeah, that's a huge, here. huge yeah. reason that yeah. we're coming down here is to prepare for WrestleMania week. And um, it's just, you have a show, multiple shows every single day leading up to you know WrestleMania. As a wrestler, you can't ask for anything better than that. You're yeah. getting paid multiple times a day to do what you love to do. Then you're exposed to about hundred thousand different fans in the area that maybe from Germany, China, all these places that have never seen you before. Now they see you and it's like, I need a picture. Yeah. I need a t-shirt. I mean, I understand this guy or he's going to be on TV very soon or she's going to be on TV soon. So I need to buy this. That's the most income we would make in yeah. a week for the entire year. So WrestleMania itself, like <clears throat> we're not on WrestleMania. I mean, yeah. that, that, that doesn't affect us too much, but like the exposure. That, oh my oh God. God. The exposure the, does. We were wrestling a ton. A ton that multiple just, times a day. Yeah, like we like, leave one show to go to another. Right, like literally back to back to back. You know, we'd I, stay yeah. in our wrestling gear. Yes. We'd be boom, yeah. right in the car in our right. gear. So well, this, definitely like 
the next wrestling show locally. I have to I have to be there, and I might yeah. even join in the ring. I don't know. Literally, <laughs> Mark did pretty good the other day. Mark did pretty yeah. good. The uh, other we'll, day. we'll we'll get to that, but we'll, yeah. we'll talk about it. Yeah. Well, but yeah, it's horrendous financially, not just for myself, but like even the guys that are on WrestleMania. Um, it's emotional in a way too, because there's a lot of big things that were planned for WrestleMania, and I can't say like a lot of these guys are like my friends per se, but like you feel for them, you can relate to them, and just yeah. like uh, Edge comes back after ten years, so he had a broken neck, you know, comes I'd back. What I had an edge shirt. Right, exactly. Yeah. exactly. Yeah. Everybody loved yeah. him. Comes back after ten years, couldn't wrestle, career's over. Comes back to no crowd for his first match back. Yeah, that's, you know what I mean. And it's like, I get it, I understand it. I, the show goes on and everything, but like that emotion, like for me, it's like me coming back from my knee injuries, finally making it to TV, but no one has a TV in their house. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like you know, I feel Literally. like that, that story just it hurts in that, and then it's financially, but like. Man, so many shows were canceled. So many guys lost opportunities to get to the next level. Um, a company that, like, I don't know if we're even allowed to say, like, contacted us recently mm-hmm. to come do something and couldn't go because there was a maximum capacity in, in the building at the time. They were like, okay, because what, what we are is options. Yeah. Now, if their script, something goes wrong, it's like, okay, we need to fix the script here. What can we fill in? Anything fills in. Yeah. But it's got to be convenient. Oh, uh, Mike Orlando lives an hour away. Call him, he can come here. Okay, cool. Mike Orlando can be there in an hour, but yet two more people you have booked on the show just showed up. Now the maximum uh, capacity with the COVID is there, and it's like, okay, sorry, Mike, we're just going to have to can this segment. We're just going to have to go with something else right now. So, like, that's what's going on there, too. So, like, we're getting screwed on all different yeah. angles right now, and it's just everybody is, not just us, Stop. the whole world is. Everybody's on shutdown. Because yeah, we've been talking about how it would affect, I mean, the Olympics though was going to be the big one. Yeah, um, I mean, Olympics yeah. is like, I, I, my podcast knows, but I don't know if you guys know. Like, so my first exposure to the Olympics was my my father's probably the probably the only thing he did right in his life was uh take me to the 1996 Olympic Games in Atlanta, and then um, after that I fell in love with the Olympics. Like that was like my goal from five years old on. Like I wanted to be there in the spotlight at the Olympics. And, uh, you know, throughout my athletic career, I qualified for Olympic trials twice. And, you know, that was a goal. And when I got injured, like, I realized, like, that goal wasn't possible anymore. But it's still, like, my favorite sporting event of all time, um, hands down. I mean, Team USA has never let me down. So, uh, the dream team, everyone, the Team USA all the way. And, um, yeah, that, that was, like, the biggest devastation for me. Like, this is the first time in my lifetime, in our lifetime, that it's been canceled or postponed. Yeah. So, it's crazy. Yeah, yeah, it's it's, it's going to be the history of yeah. It was one thing to kind of talk about. It's, it's another thing to actually talk to you guys and actually see, like, it, it yeah, literally it, affects it, it, so yeah. many things all across the board. Mm-hmm. Literally, yeah. every aspect. Yeah. Every, we're, we got laid off. I mean, yeah. like, yeah. Yeah. we're laid off from our yeah. yeah. gym. Yeah. It's just, it's, it's something that's, uh, I guess, it's not adaptable. You know what I mean? I mean yeah. You're gonna have to be adapting to it, yeah. but you, no one could expect that. Like, no yeah. one was prepared. It's not like a bill coming out and you didn't have the money for it. You had better yeah. figure it out right now. It's yeah. something that like you can't prepare for. It. Yeah, it's something so that you really totally need to react. Everyone off just, guard, so. right? Yeah, right. Which I honestly, I think people are reacting the right way. Some people, I some don't people, know. some yeah. people. I, I think most people. <laughs> We've talked. About are this. Yeah. Right. We'll, we'll get your not take on it. Not right. outside, but we're picking up. outside. They want to be free outside. That just go outside. You want to pick it? It's crazy, but again, most people are taking it. Of course, it's serious. You can wash your hands. Maintain yourself. You'll be fine. Breathe on my neck. Yeah. Like, it's not hard. So, but uh, you know, obviously, the gym closing was a big factor in your training and everything that. But we found ways to train around that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a home gym. You guys been to my home gym? Yeah. Which guys, we're very yeah, grateful yeah, for. Yeah. Yeah. You guys have adapted your training a little bit thanks to me, you know, working with you guys at the gym prior and then showing you a few things that I do that will help you, I mean, definitely build strength in your legs and build strength in your overall body, yep. rehab your knees and everything like that. So we'll talk about, you know, a little bit of training, like what I did to help you guys and then we'll go into like my, uh, my swimming promotion after that, but we'll talk about that. Um, well, I also think what helped a lot with you is just the, um, the change in, in our training. Uh, I'm set in my own ways. I've yeah. always been set in my own ways. But 
had a good training before I got here in the gym. One of my buddies at home came here, went back to my old ways, just did what I wanted to do. And like what I wanted to do works. Like yeah. I get big, I get strong, I get exactly how I want to look. But then when real push comes to shove, like, well, about six months ago, I'm squatting next to Megan and like she's to dirt alley. Excuse Who's me. Megan? Uh, I squat next to Alley <laughs> over here and she's out squatting me. Yeah. Now, yeah, I could bench all the weight in the world, I could power whatever the hell you want me to do, but then all of a sudden I'm standing next to a small girl in the gym, no offense, and she's out squatting me. Who is he calling right? small? <laughs> so, I'm at the not you. to my damn gear now too. Oh, uh, listen, I have a sharp well, gear. I mean, um, it's your fiance. Ouch. So. Right? That's all right. Yeah. Muscles marinara. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy. Um, so yeah, so you kind of like, we're like, yeah, you can do all that, but like, do a squat. Yeah. It's kind of like, uh, I gotta go back to work, dude. Yeah. Sorry, <laughs> time's up here. But at least you so, could. I didn't yeah. even now know I did squat. Yeah. Right. I, I, I had a teacher. Yeah, Mark was like, that. hey, your legs are too little to her. If you want to be a wrestler, you gotta fix that. And like, yeah. you, your, your legs just don't work, so we gotta yeah. fix those. Yeah. <laughs> kind of well, realistically, what like, happened? For Allie, like, she she want, she wanted to gain size. She was always doing your routines, which were primarily isolation movements. Yeah. Because of your knee, and or your knees. And like that's something that she didn't need at the time. So it to, worked for yeah, the time being. For, for time being, yeah. That was it. But to build strength and to add size, you, you definitely needed to train legs. I had to tell everyone like the foundation of strength is in your legs and to learning how to yeah. squat, learning how to deadlift mm -hmm. is so vital to those two components. Which I completely I used yeah. to be a problem yeah. is I used to be a beast with legs. Yeah. I used to squat like 500 pounds easy that, that, football. That definitely, because yeah, football mentally, background, yeah. it drives me crazy. Yeah. I can only do like two plates now. I'm like, yeah. ah, I don't want to do this no yeah. more, but I have to. Not yeah. me, all my strengths, all my upper body from like gymnastics yeah. and with the 40 surgeries, I never touched legs. Like yeah. I was so scared. Yeah. Like only even like the things they had me doing in rehab, mm -hmm. like, you know, the little machines extensions and, stuff. and everything. Like happened. I wouldn't even go near those because my knee cracks like every yeah. time I do it. And like that little bit of pain it's just scary. scared the hell out of me. Mm -hmm. So I was like, oh my God, I can't break this again. But once you found, I mean, I think you got an endorphin rush from doing squats, but you saw the slight changes like after what, yeah. three or four weeks of training. Yeah, I've been squatting probably two to three times a week for about a month and a half now. Yeah. I'm gonna call her out real quick, right? So the other day somebody bought some photos offline. She's like, oh, I got this one, this one, this one, or this one. So I got to send them this. And I was like, why don't you just send them some old ones? Meanwhile, the old one was like maybe five months ago. Okay. But your hair was a different color. So like it was just pure blonde. Yeah. So I was like, that's not old. It's from five months ago. She was like, yeah, but look at my legs in this one. <laughs> I was like, oh, they grew they grew that much in the last couple of but months. But you can see the loose. Like, I need to send this one, not the multiple they, legs. They did though. Like there's a, there's a, there's a huge difference. Small. Yeah. No, it's like <laughs> I mean, there's there's she's definitely more. Yeah. She's on camera. When she's off camera, she's like, look, 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 look. Every second. There's definitely a change, and like, um, you'll, you'll definitely see. Like, you you even said like, I never thought squatting would give me abs or like work my abs. And Literally, I had no idea. But you idea. know what's cool yeah. too? Yeah. Going back to the COVID no thing. Going back to the COVID thing, like Maggie, uh, <clears throat> whoever she is over here, <laughs> she has a huge tendency to be like. Not calling her out, but I mean, you have been the whole time. If, 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 if it's easy, she's gonna let it be easy. Yeah, you know what I mean. So, one thing I thought was really cool about this whole thing is she has a million excuses she can make right now, and she's not. So it'll be stuff like you know, if this was a year ago and this happened, this girl will be like, "Nope, we're on. We're house arrest. You don't leave. You're not leaving. I'm not leaving." She would use it up and down her excuse. Now. It's like last night, it's like 12 o'clock at night, and she looks at me and she's like, oh my, we're reading the whole house. She looks at me, she's like, oh my God, don't we have that podcast at like 10 o'clock tomorrow? I was like, yeah, she's like, I'm never gonna wake up for it. I was like, well, we have to. And the thing is, if we go to it, finish it quick, go to Mark's, then we finish that workout, come back, it's like three o'clock, we can finish the house. All of a sudden, she's like, okay, good, let's just get it done. A year ago, she'd be like, I'm not coming back and doing the house too. I'm not gonna do this, I'm not gonna do that. Like, you know, so she's motivated. We yeah. had a, a wrestling ring we were using recently. She wants to go. Yeah. You know, then she gets there and I see her like, dude, there's other girls there that are working out and she'll ask some questions. Yeah. What are you doing? Why are you doing that? What are you training for? How do I do that? Blah, 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 blah. That didn't happen before. Yeah. So I guess this COVID thing, it sucks, but it's really cool to see how people yeah. react to it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, we, we talked about that in our last episode. Yeah. So, like, it's just the study of people and watching what they do. And yep. just, you know, I, I see how she reacts compared to like, 
my, my, my neighbors, like my neighbors don't care. They yeah. have people over, they're all outside with in the bonfires, 20 people. It's just people like have to adapt and you kind of just watch people and you just realize like we're all so different, man. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, like, Meanwhile, our parents are calling us and they're like, don't breathe, don't yes. yep. oh, this is going to bring out the I've best of people. Yeah. Like, you know, as much as it sucks, you're going to bring out the absolute best. Like, this is all over with, we're wrestling. You're going to see the people that really want it, and you're going to see the people that say they want yeah. it. Okay, because there's people sitting at home right now using this for every it's excuse. Softer. Okay, yep, using rubber bands in their house like this. Cool. Because yeah. I'm gonna take boulders outside and do this and not yeah. video it and then come back and I don't have boulders yeah. at my house. Yeah, listen. Well, he made a good point the other day. Like it's gonna be cool when this is over and like we go back and then the people like us who are finding things to do and yeah. like ways around it, like we're gonna come back ready. and we're gonna be ready to go. Ready. Yeah. Meanwhile, everybody else that it's we're like, gonna oh, be I need, a, I need another month to Yeah, they're yeah. gonna be like, sorry, don't worry, um I'm yeah. I'm I'm rusty right now, I haven't wrestled, I haven't done this two, three months because of the virus. Okay, so wait. So is that know? what is yeah. that kind of what flipped in your head that that changed you to be from that person you were a year ago, like you said, yeah, to this person? Yeah, I I would say so. I definitely think she sees opportunity to move ahead of people right yeah, now. Right, right, yeah. And that's what wrestling is, unfortunately. It's yeah. just, it was the character well, have to. change, yes. too, that really put yeah. like, fire under my ass. Yeah. Like, I, for a long time, I didn't know who I was. Yeah. I didn't know who Megan was for mm. a long time. In high school, I didn't know who Megan was. We don't know who Megan is. That's what, exactly. <laughs> but then you go and I'm now in Valley Rest. Even when I, I started wrestling. saying his name, Megan. I know. I give him a whole government <laughs> shit. They can have Megan. Yeah. But I never really knew who she was. So when you put me into wrestling and you say, oh, make this whole big character, it's like, well, if I don't even know who I am as my real life person, how am I supposed to make up a character? Yeah. Right. So then they would tell me, like, oh, just be yourself times a thousand. Right. Yeah. And it was like, okay, cool. So I'd go out there, smile, yay, 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 which worked for, what, three years, and everybody got bored of it. Yeah. They're like, yeah. okay, look at her. She's a blonde yeah. girl out there smiling. Yeah. So, like, that's when, like, the flip, like, the switch kind of flipped at mm. that point because yeah. now it was like, why aren't you paying attention to me? Like, you were, why, what, what happened? Like, you got bored, yeah. you know? If so you were bored yourself, you can imagine how what the, bored everyone yeah, else is. Yeah, how they feel. Yeah, so when I had I mean, to change so. everything, I had to rethink my look, my hair, my, the way I talked, the way I thought about things, yeah. and like, You even changed, changed a lot of your routine and a lot of your moves, because... Yeah, my right. moves that have changed. Can't I can't yeah. be doing all the fancy, flippy stuff, now I'm just slapping bitches in the face, you know, that's kind of fun. <laughs> so, you know, like, it's ratchet. It's ratchet. Ratchet? He says ratchet with an ed. <laughs> it's not ratchet. I thought it was. That's no, it's was ratchet. Too. Isn't ratchet like ratchet and clank? Yeah. So I don't know what she's talking about. But well, I hope you just called yourself out on camera. The ghetto I came from, <laughs> it was ratchet with a t. Yeah. That's how we texted it. She also came from Potter, man. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I hate when you. Okay. Anyway. So I got to step into your world for a little bit and train with you guys, which was really fun. Um, check out that video. Yeah, check out yeah. that. Dude, if you haven't real. seen the video, we'll, we'll give you guys, um, we'll give them should drop that in there if I can. Instagram, yeah. yeah. Chadwick Finnick, he yeah. killed it. Yeah. He, on his first day of wrestling training, yeah. did so much better than I did on like my first normal, day. A normal person does, it's yeah. just because yeah. he's a, a real athlete. Well, that's because like, not normal. So <laughs> I'm not normal. <laughs> I was like, like natural. I'm trying to lead to like a back bump, like when you fall backwards, and I'm like, okay, roll. The roll march is like boom. Yeah, just like back. Throws himself. Like, okay, well that was the final step. Like, that's what we got right. there. Okay, cool. No, he did great. Yeah, he really did. Um, yeah, I mean it was super fun, like doing all the rolls and like the grappling stuff came normal to me because I, you know, you guys know I have like a really diverse background. Like, you know, I wrestled it. I had a wrestling camp and I did so many things. Yeah, so like, and I've had DT instruction, so it, it's a uh, definitely fun and like going into that world like was super humbling and it is really fun going as like a a teaching thing towards people it's crazy to like teach some people yeah compared to teaching other people like everybody's at different levels don't get yeah. me wrong but so many people want this so bad and this that and the third and they show up and you're like okay you, you, uh, lot, you like had a lot of work on yeah that. oh my god okay cool uh wipe your feet before you get in the ring because uh, you're wearing sneakers from outside so okay cool Mark already was ready to go, shoes off, like, okay, I already know how this is supposed to work type of thing, and, like, just humble. If I said two steps to the left and one arm forward, two yeah, steps to the yeah. left and one arm forward. And, like, a lot of guys, when they come in, just, you know, football players or uh, real wrestlers from yeah. back in the day, 
they get it already, right? Yeah. Like they're tough guys, they understand it. Like that's not a tough guy thing. Mm -hmm. You know, when you're grappling with Mark, especially as soon as we started, I could feel Mark ready, like Chuck move me around <laughs> and it's like that's not wrestling you know not pro wrestling so like all I would do is whisper be like ah oh, loosen up loosen up loosen up yeah. and just get loose 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 and then I would control his body but at first the real athlete yeah. came out and he was just like he relaxed completely yeah. you know how many times in practice when you're first getting to know somebody like a football player or something you're like loosen up loosen up and then they think they have to show you how strong they are or something to pick you up and throw you or something yeah. you're just like yeah. Alright, cool, no problem. No problem. Alright, we're gonna go out there in front of fifty people, I'm gonna embarrass you. Right now. It was helpful for me with you being there because when he was doing that grappling with you, he I heard him keep saying to you, like, okay, what's open? What are you gonna grab? What are you yeah, gonna drop? Yeah. And like I was standing there and I'm I watched the video and back in the video I like pushed down on on his arm like yeah. for you. Like here, go for yeah. an arm bar. And just watching you guys wrestle, like I was thinking like, okay, yes. go for this, go for this. But yeah. when I'm just doing that with him, I can't it's think like, of it's, that. It's having like a like a third eye, he's like yeah. watch, watching everything. But when you're yeah. in there doing it, you can't it's see. It's also humbly as a wrestler because any wrestler's watching this shows you're always replaceable. Yeah. Because Literally. the first day he's there, okay, and he's able to pick up on certain things. He's out rolling me. Skill. Wrestling is skill, yeah. but at the end of the day, it's business. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. So if, if you're not up to par as the person next to you, you're going to lose your spot. You know, straight up, like, it's a circus, okay? And, and if every clown at the circus when you walked in looked exactly the same, by the end of that circus, you'd be like, all these clowns, man, they all look <laughs> stupid. You know what I mean? But you look at wrestling, it's diversity, okay? You got black guys, white guys, Spanish guys, everything, Asian guys, everything. Now, that's a market, okay? So if we have a tour coming up in, in Asia, right, and they need more Asian wrestlers, that's the market right now. So if there's more Asian wrestlers that are, are wrestling at that time... Probably not China, though. What's that? Probably, Probably not China. China. <laughs> well, yeah, China's a bad example right now. <laughs> but uh, um, before all this, you know what I mean? Um, but anyway, you know what I'm saying. So it's like, that's the market, meaning it doesn't matter how good or talented I am, if there's more of a market for you right now, and you could do those simple things, you're getting moved to TV in the first week yeah. before uh, 10 years of my wrestling is getting me there, mm. just because you fill that market. And that's what's so important about like understanding what you're a part of. Like, I can get mad all I want, but Vince McMahon could have walked in that gym right there and then looked at me, looked at her, and been like, man, fuck it, that guy. You know what I mean? Just looks at him, just signs him on the spot. That's how it works. Okay. You know? Really? So... Transitioning to that, like you, you know, after your video, you're like, dude, I definitely want to get into like sw sw the swimming For stuff. Sure. And uh, as you guys know, I have this program that I've been working on called Streamline. Um, it's catered towards it's catered towards everyone, but primarily tr CrossFit athletes who are like, I've watched you guys swim. It's cringeworthy. Um, <laughs> triathletes, like, it, I know it's like the hardest part of your race and like you guys dread the swim portion so I want to guy I want you guys to be the most comfortable my first responders like God forbid you have to make a you know water water rescue and extraction um, we live in Florida so you know beachfronts are everywhere everyone has a pool so if you guys have to make a water rescue and extraction like I want you guys to be the most prepared in our military candidates um, water confidence drills if you can stay calm underwater you can stay calm on a battlefield and I think Swimming is going to definitely help you guys, as in terms of training. Like you're going to learn how to breathe better. You're going to, you're definitely going to work muscles that you've never thought you had. Um, <laughs> I tell people that like when they first start swimming, because I feel like swimming is one of those sports where it's everyone thinks they can do it until they get in the pool, and it's really humbling for people who are like athletic. They're like, shit, I cannot swim four <laughs> laps. I like, yeah, I so I, uh, I definitely like I'm going to. Honestly, like, I think within a day, like you said, you can only do like breaststroke. I mean, I swim like this. Yeah. I swim underwater yeah. and I yeah. little feet. Yeah. yeah, I I think like working with me for like maybe a couple hours, I'll get you some freestyle, no problem. You know, breathe to the side and like. Not I'm gonna drown after working out with you. Maybe <laughs> your swimming's ain't like the way you work out, man. Yeah, <laughs> you want to work out, work out with this guy. Yeah, seriously. But yeah, I'm, I'm excited to do it. I just again have some swimmies for me. Yeah, I'll rescue you, dude. <laughs> I, I, I've doubled the workout on Mark. I, I've, I've saved bigger guys than you, so it's fine. Bragging about my ankle. No. I gotta teach all three of these people how to swim, so it's it's fine, man. I'm ready. Yeah. You step into our world. Yeah. Which is a really humbling thing. People should do that more often. Everybody should really like you know. Oh, soccer's stupid. Go play soccer. Yeah. Go play soccer. We had a. 
when I was in college, we had a men's swim team versus the FSU soccer women's soccer team, and uh, yeah, we got our ass kicked by a bunch of girls. Yeah, all, it happens. Those girls are. Yep. Football team never yeah. went tug of war. <laughs> we not went tug of war in college. Like I, I don't know. All these meathead guys benching six hundred pounds. Like we can't pull the rope, but all the chicks are pulling us. Yeah. Like it's humbling, man. Because we didn't do our squats. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> Um, let's talk about uh, these belts you guys have, like uh, these championship belts. They've been sitting here for the entire episode, and we haven't touched on them. So um, uh, it's pretty cool. Like you guys got notice outside, right? Yeah, even though it's broad it's broad 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 yeah, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> thanks. But um, where are these uh, belts from? These are from Minnesota. This is from Kickstart My Heart Wrestling. Yes, it is my first championship since coming back. I believe since coming back, mm -hmm. yes. Um, it's her second current championship. So you're the reigning queen. I yes. am the reigning queen. Mm -hmm. She's First one ever and longest rating. Let me yeah. just put that there. She has one from Jersey at home. Yeah. Uh, that's the promotion I got hurt at. They're super disrespectful and they suck. So she's going to keep your belt. And, um, <laughs> it's on my wall. And, uh, yeah, so that one, that, that one stays at home. Uh, these two... They're, nice they're, they're, they're a lot of fun. Uh, Minnesota, I've never been to before. Before this, here, me either. It's freezing cold. It's freezing. I've cold. only been in the summer, so okay, it's, it's nice in the summer. Man. Yeah. Oh my god! I won this belt in October out there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I slipped walking out of the restaurant. Freezing. There was no ice in the floor. It was, just, it was that cold. Like I'm dead serious. The old went down. It's so true. So uh, anyway, though, this this is a brand new promotion. Um, I don't know the exacts of how it works, but I know that. Most of the profit goes toward Red Cross and cancer funds. And That's awesome. A lot yes. of charities. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The guy who runs it, he's called The Doc, The Doctor of Pro Wrestling. Mm -hmm. uh, what an awesome human being he is, honest to God, uh, inside the ring and outside the ring. Yeah, takes care of us, great. treats us like superstars. <laughs> Yeah, that's treats awesome. his promotion like a superstar place, and that's why it will be a huge it's place. It's gonna work out there. Um, he doesn't discriminate, so men can wrestle women, women can wrestle women, oh, men can wrestle men. It's it's just yeah. an open, it it's, it's a free playground. If you've been wrestling for ten years or ten months, like right. he gives you that opportunity. He gives you the opportunity. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's honest. Yeah. You know, like the kid I had wrestled, or the, the man I had wrestled. I hate using the term kid. Um, the guy I had wrestled. He was a little nervous, I guess, to get in there with me, and uh, Doc had explained up and down to me what this kid was thinking, what was going on. So by the time I got there, I knew exactly what to expect. Yeah. I didn't go there not knowing what to expect or anything like that. He's so upfront. Therefore, our match went great. And now I'm nervous as hell, too. I'm just coming back. Yeah. So I don't want to get in the ring with people I don't know what they could rip my knees off again. Yeah. You know. So. I felt confident going there. That's important in pro wrestling because a lot of places will treat us like garbage. Yeah. And it's just because we're replaceable. There's another dude with long hair and tattoos up the road that they can use. That's just yeah. what it comes down to. What you have to learn is building your brand is so important in wrestling and life and anything and to value it. This guy values us. That's why these belts are here and the yes. other one's at home. And gotcha. it's just, you got to find a, a rhythm sometimes with this whole game that you're playing. He took care of her before ever even meeting me. Yeah. I met him through her, and now you talk about a guy in the middle of nowhere talking to my girlfriend, trying to put her on a plane, trying to pay her, all these things, <laughs> in the middle of Minnesota, and yeah. I'm just like, who the hell is this dude? What? And like, you think about it, and it's like, okay, that's the business we're in, but like, it really doesn't happen very often. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, is he okay? Can we check this guy out? Like, what's yeah. up? Meanwhile, a week later, he's messaging me, like, completely respectful, yeah. never said anything wrong to her, never anything would be awkward, and that's a man talking, to, is it, can I have promo photos for a yeah. poster? Okay, some women could look at that and be like, you sicko. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Why do you need my photo for it? Yeah. You know, but like, he would say to her, are you comfortable with this? Are you comfortable with mm -hmm. that? And then come to me and be like, hey, we agreed on this. Are you okay with that? Yeah. Pure That's up. so important. Yeah. 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 yeah, he's so, a great guy. Great life. Even though we beat the hell out of him after we won this belt or whatever. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, it uh, broke my belt. Yeah, she, he, he broke a buckle. But he's uh Is it broken on there? Yeah. Right I'm missing there. a whole screw right on his head. <laughs> <laughs> I went she back hit him with the belt. Right, okay, so real quick, right? This guy was turning bad. Right? We all Stop. were. He okay, was turning bad after the segment. Yeah. We were just supposed to hold him down and act like we were going to hit him. Mm -hmm. Then his partner came out to protect him, and then we just hit the partner, and then the doctor stands over him like it was all yeah. part of the plan. She doesn't understand the plan. Uh -oh. So we're holding this doctor. All in the moment. She runs both feet with his belt and just like, boom, into his face. Now, you saw his face ricochet off the belt. Oh, no. But and he I'm was just like, the whole he's, not, time. he's about to be on our side. Why would you hit him with a belt? And he's about to be on our side. Well, in my defense, the 
segment in the back, and our names were not on that list. So I didn't read the segment. I was leaving, and he looks at me in the and ring. And was like, come like, on. Get in the ring. And I was, was like, like, really, though? Like, <laughs> but he wasn't real? in the paper, so I didn't know. And yeah. then when they are holding him there and his face is open, what are you going to do? You can hit it. <laughs> like, I didn't. I sat there in the ring and drank beer. It was, a, it was at a brewery. <laughs> you so my match was over. I just said Indian style and popped the beer. Absolutely. That was one of my favorite matches because of the ending that we had. Yes. It was in a brewery in the middle of Minnesota. And I had my championship match. I was defending my belt. And this girl hits me with her finisher, which was the spear. And he was managing me. So he she hits me with the finish. That should have been it. She, should have, she honestly should have won at that point. Yeah. Not one of my wrestling, okay? So <laughs> Never dull when you guys were wrestling. Oh my god, it was like the greatest finish ever. We had such a good reaction. So she hit me with her finish and I couldn't kick out because she just killed me. So he put my foot on the rope for the, the three count, broke up the count, the ref got in his face. She got in his face, he spit the beer in her face, and I rolled her up <laughs> for the pin to keep my belt. Two, three. Yeah, like dirty finishes like yeah. that and the reactions from the crowd. It goes back to life. Oh I mean, I've God. done everything the right way. I've done everything by pinning people for yeah. real in the nice way. Yeah. It's just like, okay, it's a lot of work. So you get just spit beer in your face. Beer. <laughs> <laughs> he took just his like hair down, put his sweat in people's face, the whole nine, man. You my hair. They were making fun of my man bun. So I took it out at the end of the match, just made sure all my sweat went all over the way out. Coronavirus. Corona. It's because of you. But yeah, that's yeah. what these are right here. That's, that's a awesome. shout out to Kickstart too. Yeah, yeah. for real. For sure. My favorite promotion. Yeah, we'll definitely give them a, a shout out on the uh, audio. They better share audio. this video too. Yeah. Yeah, Doc. <laughs> yeah. We'll definitely uh, share the audio, uh, audio version of it too. So I'll, I'll write something cool. out. Cool. Oh, cool. And um, yeah, so like that's, I think that's all I really had. Um, this was fun. Yeah. What's, what's next for you guys? I mean, that's, that'll be our. My next question. I know I asked you guys this on our first, on our well, mm -hmm. second episode. So next would be it's obviously kind of like more, more TV time, and like obviously when this thing clears uh, up, like that's what the question is. Yeah. What's, what's yeah. next for the what world? Is, yeah, like, what is next? So no one knows what's going <laughs> on. You know, no one Freedom. knows when wrestling's coming back. <laughs> but to answer, I guess the best way I could, uh, whatever's next, I'm, we're definitely ready for. It. Yeah. Like it's just not stopping. Whenever yeah. it comes, whenever it happens, like. It's a blessing in disguise. I have more time to heal up my knee. Okay, yeah. as, as, as good as I am right now, I'm still not where I want to be uh, physically. So that's part of what's next. Yeah. What's next is just whenever this does end and it's time to, for shit to hit the fan again, it's 1,000% what I'm gonna be, what we're gonna be tuned into. So mm -hmm. TV time, yes. It's, it's all TV at this point, yeah, I want TV. That's probably the best perspective is just to look at this as um, as an opportunity instead of sitting here like wallowing for in sure. it because yeah. it can suck for a lot of people. Oh yeah, and it does. I mean, I, I feel we had this talk the other day real quick. Um, <clears throat> do we feel bad for people that are you know out of work and, and losing jobs and uh, in situations where they're they're in a tough position? Absolutely. Yes, I feel bad because nobody again no one saw this coming. There's no way we could have prepped for it. No, not at all. We, we talked about well, we talked about you guys as wrestlers. Do I feel bad for people who are not doing anything? Not right. Bad. I mean, you're wrestlers, you're entertainers. Yeah. Do something like this. Yeah. Okay, you're still an entertainer. You can't sit yeah. behind a camera and, and talk to people exactly. and keep getting your name out there. You have to hit a suplex off There's the top so rope to the outside. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, many have, different platforms yeah, you can yeah, do your, things on. The Patreon and yeah. yeah. I mean, and we like, have a YouTube channel. I'm yeah. gonna have him do my makeup this week. Yeah. That's gonna be up. Yeah. Wait for yeah. that. That'll be cool. Okay, yeah. <laughs> oh, like I said you guys should do. Uh, I think you guys should do like a daily vlog. I think this would be a good part of the daily yeah. vlog, your vlog, yeah. or whatever. But um, which we have been filming a lot of. Yeah. So. Yeah. So that'd be awesome. Like, I mean, you guys have so much material you can use. We have so much footage. We haven't even edited. Honestly, now's the time to do it. Yeah. We have so much, man. So much. From all our trips, yeah. like random stuff. Yeah. Random I record stuff. everything. Stuff of me and you. Yeah. I fell asleep eating nachos one time. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, nachos. Literally, his day. eyes are like rolled in the back yeah. of his head, but he's still picking up the nachos. A thousand likes on this video, and I'll post that video. <laughs> one thousand likes, yeah. and you can and see my video. standing up eating nachos. He's slob. Completely sleeping. Yep. TJ's just playing in the background. I'm just sitting there dancing. Oh, boy. <laughs> I hope we get a thousand. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, so we're, I think we're coming to like a natural ending point, yeah. you say. So, As I said. where can we find you guys 
I, I know the answer, but for everyone else. You can find me at, at AllieRex on absolutely everything except for Patreon. If you want to pledge to my Patreon, it's the real AllieRex because somebody else likes their AllieRex on Patreon. That's weird. Oh. So the real <laughs> one is me. Humble. <laughs> <laughs> <I'm cool. Yeah. laughs> uh, <laughs> at the Big Orlando is Instagram, Twitter, Facebook.com slash Elite Orlando. And ProWrestlingTees.com slash Elite Athlete. Gotcha on that one. You didn't think of that. I said Ali Rex on everything. I keep myself the same. You're not even the Elite Athlete. <laughs> can't change the domain of the website. Um, that's true. Anyway, she doesn't understand. <laughs> um, yeah, know. that's where I, YouTube, yeah. YouTube, Mike Orlando. Uh, subscribe to my channel. I have really cool stuff on there. Yeah, your YouTube, like your vlog, your vlogs are called the uh, Grass is Always Greener. Grass right? is Always Greener. Which I feel like you're going to have to change soon since you're no longer the green machine. Or or not, because is the or grass not. ever really greener? That's the whole point of the show. The whole mm, point of the show is is to show you outside of Mike Orlando, or outside the green machine. So really, the show is about Mike Orlando, and Allie, or Megan, you should say. Really, that's what it's about. Yeah. But we incorporate it with the, the green machine. So it's like, you know, everybody sees us like, oh wow, they're in the middle of... Uh, North Carolina wrestling, they have a beautiful hotel, we have this, we have that. It's like, that's what we show you. Yeah. Okay, you have no idea what the hell happened there before that. Like, the fact that know, we just screwed at each other for 30 flights, minutes on the way up. Three connecting flights from 4 o'clock in the morning to yeah. 11 o'clock just to get there on yeah. time. All day. <laughs> to get there in the rental car or the ride doesn't come for almost three hours. Yeah. So you're sitting in the airport for three hours eating airport food, yelling at each other because you're tired. You know what I mean? <laughs> that's the kind of stuff we're going to see how the grass is always greener. So all it's right. like... It may not be greener. Maybe it was. Maybe it isn't. I mean, maybe what would we call it's it? Raw, just natural. Just, just the other side. Just the real Orlando. Just the real Orlando. The real Orlando. That's kind of good. Yeah. I mean, I'm always Ozzy Osbourne. Dude, I'm, I'm always full of good ideas. You should know that already. You guys, I'm surrounded by humble people here. You guys can find me on Instagram at mcox91, and like I said, always. Don't follow me on Instagram because I'm not going to thread you. So. <laughs> follow me on Instagram, but do follow, not follow, follow me on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> follow me on Instagram, but don't follow me on Facebook. Just guys. tell us to me. And you can find me yeah. at My Problem Being on Facebook and Instagram. I'll be dropping all of these everywhere. So we're doing YouTube and uh, we're doing what well, we try to put on Facebook, but Facebook yeah. sucks. Yeah, Facebook sucks. Yeah. That's, that's why you don't friend me on Facebook because I think it doesn't work. Yeah. That's so. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, we always end up with a like a closing statement. So if you guys want to send anything motivational to anybody, or we'll just wrap it up if you want. If you do today what you did yesterday, then what you do tomorrow is not going to outdo what you did today. So if that didn't make sense to you, what that is is a real quote my coach used to use. So it's a circle of of, of words there. So basically saying that you have to work. So confusing. It's supposed to be confusing, yes. Uh, so what it's saying is if you do the same thing yesterday that you're doing today, tomorrow don't expect anything differently. So, but you got to say it in that way because only people that are doing something different every day to get better will understand how is that. Most people that take it are like, oh, I, I failed. <laughs> well, listen, there you go. Now Maybe we should start the swimming today. <laughs> Sorry, we're going to watch that back and I definitely... Push, yeah, you butchered the words right there. When I got it right, though, we all understand. Well, I, I mean, I butchered the, the Facebook thing, so. Go <laughs> 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 Oh! Anything? Um. Last words? Be humble like him. <laughs> hum no. Being humble goes a long way. Uh, sometimes it's not part of my personality, but that's what people love me for, so. Um, I'm standoffish. Really yeah. Me too. I'm standoffish. <laughs> so, uh, like I say always, um, be the best version of you each and every day. Do more, be more, you know, read more. Just try to learn every day. Um, and just be open to, you know, different situations, different things. So uh, that's all I got to say. And uh, have an awesome week. Yeah, I'd say that for me, the thing I take away from, from this particular episode is uh, between Ali and Mike is that uh, people will box you in to what they think you should be or who they think you should be and you'll even kind of play into it but realize that probably sometimes you just have to grow out of it and they might see a much better part of you when you do do that. So that was yeah. really cool to hear either of you guys doing that. Yeah, different yeah. practice too. Like, That's a great way to put it. That's yeah. a really good yeah. way to put it. He marks so good for words, man. Yeah, he wrapped that up. Real tight would have fallen. That was good. <laughs>
And uh, yeah, thank you guys for listening. Uh, you know, listening to my podcast really <laughs> means a lot to me. Um, if you like what you hear, please share it with a friend. Uh, go write, give me a rating on Apple Podcasts, and you know, share on Spotify, all those awesome things. So yeah, five stars, write a review, or something like that. Give me four stars, three stars, I don't care. Just, <laughs> all of them. Yeah. <laughs> Just give me all the stars. <laughs> <laughs> all of them. Yeah. So uh, yeah, and uh, remember, if you like this video, if, it, if this video gets a thousand likes, a thousand likes, I'll post that video of uh, Mike eating uh, nachos. <laughs> so it's, on, really, it's really funny thousand. to see. <laughs> Let's do it. Yeah. All right. Uh, see you guys. Bye. Oh, <laughs> we get that. <laughs> we did. Why did you put that elbow out here? Yeah. I have the pizza bag. Oh yeah. One yeah. <laughs> over there and one back here. Okay. Uh, just right there. Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, definitely messed that code up. <laughs> no, I'm uh, saying, if you do today, you which did, did yesterday, and tomorrow. Did do the day before. No, if you do yeah. today, which did yesterday, and tomorrow is going to be the same thing as you did today. As you did today. Yeah, that's right. It sounded weird when you, when you first listened. <laughs> I'm motivated, all right? That sounds right. <laughs> it sounded right to me. Damn it. People got it and they're doing it. You always did what you always done. You always get what you always got. Oh. <laughs> there you go, man. Oh, I like it. You should have just.